0: The world survived without me. No one died. No one's career came to an end. My marriage survived. My relationship with my kids survived. So first off, I just want to say welcome to the podcast. And before we jump into the episode, let me tell you a little bit about myself and what you can expect. I have been in the business now for coming up on 30 years. What we're going to talk about in this podcast are things that go on in my day-to-day life, whether it be as a manager, whether it be as a consultant, whether it be as someone who is creating products that's helping musicians all over the world. If there's something going on in the industry, we're going to talk about it. If there's a strategy that needs to be taught, we're going to going to talk about it. And if there's some way that I can help get you closer to your goal, then you are in the right place because that's what we are going to talk about here on the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. Now, let's jump into the episode. Helping you navigate the music industry, here's Rick Barker with the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. If you want things to change, note to self, Sometimes we've got to be the one to change it. So what the heck am I talking about? I have an idea that I want to run by you, all right? that's it's going to sound a little crazy. It's going to be very different, but just go with me here for a second, all right? One of the things that I've come to realize is that I can either be a part of the problem or I can be a part of the solution. I can either complain about a situation or I can change the situation. I prefer changing the situation. I prefer being the solution rather than the problem. One of the things that I've done for years, and I didn't even realize that I was doing it until recently, is that I will always make excuses on why I can't do things for myself or why I can't go someplace or why I can't step away from work in order to do this or to do that. And bottom line is, all they are is excuses. And I'm the one who's making them. My wife used to tell me, go out and do something for yourself. Go out and do this. And for whatever reason, I was like, no, you know, I really got to be here. I really got to do this. And I don't know why I was making that lame excuse. I don't know why I was fighting her on going out and doing something for me but I always felt that I needed to be working until I got to a certain level or until certain things were accomplished that I wasn't going to quote unquote reward myself or I wasn't going to stop doing what it is that I was doing. And I found myself a lot. I get distracted. I will start projects Get distracted, start another project, get distracted, realize I haven't completed the project that I had originally started because my mind isn't right. My mind isn't in a really good space. I'm thinking about other things. I'm finding it hard to stay focused on task. So what I wanted to do is I just wanted to get away. I just wanted to, to just go. Do some things that I enjoyed, not worry about anyone, not have to check the phone, not worry that everything at at home wasn't in perfect wherever it was supposed to be or at the office wasn't perfect. I wasn't worried about whether, wow, this is some free time that you should be spending with your family or anything like that. I thought about me for a second. I was invited to uh, take a little road trip this last weekend. And about three and a half miles outside of Nashville in Sylacauga, Alabama, there is a gorgeous piece of property called Purcell Purcell Farms. And I love golf, as a lot of you know. I love the outdoors. I am not a big hunter, but I love to shoot. So they have a sporting clay facility there. They've got fishing. They've got hiking. They've got UTVs. They've got bikes, horses. I mean, it is absolutely gorgeous. And I was invited by uh, Martin Purcell, uh, one of the members of the Purcell family, and said, hey, come check this place out. I really can't explain it. You really have to experience it for yourself. So we get out there, drive down, like I said, took no time. It's about three hours from Nashville and played around a golf. And while I was on the golf course, I did not check my phone one time. Now, let me preface by saying there was no cell reception outside of being inside the facility where there was plenty of Wi Fi and great Wi Fi they had. But I was not able to check my phone at all while on the golf course. And guess what? The world survived without me. No one died. No one's career came to an end. My marriage survived. My relationship with my kids survived. And I'm kind of chuckling and laughing when I say this, but you know, for a while there, I felt that I had to constantly be available. That there was no way that I could just unwind and relax. Does any of this sound familiar? Some of you are probably feeling the same way right now. So the next day, have an amazing dinner that night. The next day, uh, we get up, we have breakfast, we go to the, uh, the, uh, sporting clay Orvis, uh, outdoors has a great sporting clay, uh, area there. For those of you that have never done sporting clay, that's like, you know, golf with a shotgun. You have different stations that you go up and you shoot sporting clay. It's so much fun. And we did sporting clay in the morning. Then we went out and we golfed another 18 holes in the afternoon. Guess what? didn't touch the phone once. And once again, realized the world went on without me. My wife was happy not hearing from me. My kids were more than fine not hearing from me. My clients were more than fine not hearing from me. And it got me to thinking to myself, it's like, why have I waited so long to realize that I'm doing more harm than good sometimes by working all the time? And I think some of you might be doing the same thing. I would always find excuses on why I couldn't unwind. I would always find excuses on why people needed me and it just wasn't for me. And then I got to thinking, I'm like, okay, I think I'm onto something. All I was thinking about was how to get back to Nashville and load up a whole bunch of my friends that I know work their butts off that are overworked and say, look, come down with me. Let's relax during the day. This facility has everything, fishing, hunting, golfing, whatever, spa, yoga you know, food, whatever you need. It's all in this one location. Why don't we take the first part of the morning? Why don't we get up early, refreshed, do something for ourselves to clear our mind and then start on our daily activities? Why not start the daily activities with something for you and then go in? And start working instead of just white knuckling, grinding through, work a couple weeks, wait for a vacation to take a couple days for yourself, a few hours for yourself. I'm like, what I want to do now, and this is something that I'm I'm going to do, is I'm going to take a few hours a week during the middle of the week, during the work week. And I'm going to go out and I'm going to do something that I absolutely love that relaxes me. And then I'm going to go to work right after that. And I want to see how much more productive I am, how much more focused I can be after I've been in the outdoors, after I've taken care of myself, after I've done something for me, something that I enjoy. Instead of sitting down sometimes and we get in that situation where we feel like we're just having to go through the motions and go through the tasks, I want to flip the switch. I want to try something where I'm going to go on a work day. Oh my goodness, yes, on a work day. I'm going to go golf. I'm going to spend four hours in the morning taking care of me. And then I'm going to go into the office and see if I'm more productive and see if I take better care of my people because I'm taking better care of myself. It's the same way. I feel so much better. You know, my day, the way that I do it right now is I usually end my day with an Orange Theory workout three to four times a week because it's such a workout I, that that to me, that's not relaxing, not like golf or you know, hiking or something like that. But it's still that feeling you get after you're done where you're like, Whoa, that was amazing. I'm going to try it. I would love for a couple of you to try to swell. I would love for some of you. It's like, Hey, if you want, you know, just let me know how it works for you. Let me apologize right now. I'm driving as I'm doing this podcast and there goes a cop. See ya. All right. So there we go. It's live. I'm being productive, you know. I'm doing the podcast as well. But what I would love is I would love to see if a couple of you would be willing to try it as well. If a couple of you would take a few hours in the morning where you would normally be at work during that time, go do something for you. Then go into the work afterwards and let me know if you were more productive that day or if you were less productive that day. If you got more things done, if you got less things done. Because if it works... Tim Ferriss could go out and promote the four-hour work week. I'm going to come up with some kind of rest relaxation and rewards or something. We'll come up with a fancy name for it, but I'm just excited about it because I know as creatives, I know as hustlers, I know as people that are just so always trying to get things done that sometimes we forget about ourselves and we can't do that. All right. And I want to say thanks to uh, the folks at Purcell Farms, uh, who have now just become the sponsor of today's podcast for uh, such an amazing experience. I'll make sure there's a link in the podcast notes. If you want to go see one of the most tranquil, beautiful places in the world, holy crap. It was gorgeous. And I'm excited to get back there. I'm excited to bring some of you guys there. I'm excited to do like a music retreat there where we go and we spend a few days together and we play during the day and then we workshop at night. Hey, if that's something that might interest you, let me know. You know, Maybe we can uh, go do like I'm going to Costa Rica uh, at the taping of this for Neverland Retreats. We're going to be in a beach town for four days with a bunch of mentors and a bunch of artists and everybody paid to come hang out at the beach and learn from us and maybe we'll do it different. Most people, they do the workshops during the day and their nights are free. Why don't we have our days free and then we work into the night? you're musicians anyway, right? That can work. So there you go. Maybe that's what we'll do. I'll send an email out, see if any of you are interested. If you're not on my email list, the easiest way to get there is by going to rickbarker.com, download a free copy of the book. Uh, But yeah, I'm going to send out a survey. I think we should test it. Let's go out, relax during the day, see if better songs get written, see if, you know, more productivity happens at your day job and we might be onto something. You never know. You guys have a good one. I'll talk to you on the next episode. Ciao. i hope you enjoyed this episode of the music industry blueprint podcast be sure to subscribe and tell a friend remember there is no one size fits all model when it comes to the music industry so check out my website rickbarker.com take the quiz and i will send you information specific to you to help make sure that you are on the right track You've been listening to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast with Rick Barker. You can follow Rick on Twitter at Rick Barker Music. And remember, you don't drown by falling into the water. You drown by staying there.